get anxiety. They get suicidal thoughts and mental illness. Maybe instead of saying man up, we should say it's okay to talk about it. Well, this is uh, week seven of our podcast, and this week we're going to be talking about the walk, the walk, the walk that we're doing on Friday. Yes, we're doing a walk on a Friday. We're doing a walk on Friday. Oh, we're doing the walk on Friday. Did you know that? This Friday. Oh, is that when the walk is? I almost forgot. Where's the walk? It's this Friday, and we're walking 30 odd miles. So please, donations. Yes, on our Just Given page or offline, we do have sponsorship forms. And um, we're going to do a walk. We're, we're going to do, do a walk. walk from, we're going to set off what time? 10 o'clock. From where? Starch Park. Where's that? Turkati. Where's that? Thanks. <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> <laughs> and we walk in via the Kingdom Cycle Path. Yes. Yes. So we've got to be all safe and social that. distancing. Social distancing in progress. Face mask, the full works. Yes, definitely. Yes, yes. And fancy dress. And fancy dress. <laughs> so I don't need a face mask because my fancy dress comes with a face mask. You said it, don't me. <laughs> so does your, so does nannies. So does nannies. <laughs> okay, so we're going to do a walk on Friday. And uh, did I say we're going to do a walk on Friday? I think you mentioned the walk on Friday. Because the cars, what are we giving the money to? Oh, it's for Dundee FC Community Trust and Samaritan Scotland. Fabulous. Right, so also we're going to be doing uh, this week Consult Shares. That's our new. A new segment for the week. That's right, yeah. Um, it's going to be weekly. Yes, it's going to be weekly, this Shares. We're going to have every Wednesday. Yes. That means she'll, she'll sleep ever again. No. no? Also, we're going to be talking about social media, um, particularly about cyberbullying, which I've had some experience of personally. Um, also, we're going to be talking about how prepared we are for the walk. For, for the walk. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I almost forgot what I'm doing on Friday. Uh, small poems, the odd um, song lyrics, and we're going to be talking about the walk again. And then we're going to end with our usual uh, phone numbers for you guys out there. Anyway, so, so now we're going to do consult shares, and I'll now pass the mic over to our lovely shares. Good morning, listeners. Today, I'm going to be talking about motherhood and the effects of it on my own mental health. So this piece is called Lucas Jack, which is my son. He's nearly 10 months old and he's a handful. Well, many people suffer from a mental illness at some point in their lives. Many people may block it out for many years until they're ready to talk to to someone, whether it's friends, family, or a total stranger, whatever feels comfortable. For myself, my mental health was really bad between the periods of 2003 and 2009, when I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. I faced a lot of obstacles, but with the support from friends and counselling, I got there. 
Don't get me wrong, I still have my moments if I'm having a bad day, but talking or writing down my feelings help. Which brings me to the focus of today's talk, my son Lucas Jack, who was born in January this year. It was a good pregnancy as a whole, but I did face some difficult times. I split from the father of my child. He had his own mental health issues to deal with and some other factors led to us going our separate ways. This happened in November when I was eight months pregnant. Shortly after this time, I was visited by a social worker as I was pregnant, which at this time I was still speaking to my mum and had regular contact with her. I had meetings about the welfare of Lucas Jack and whether I was putting him first. This happened very quickly, which was difficult as I... I was near my due date. I had a report. I heard a report on my birth parents, which was hard to hear as there was bits I blocked out of my memory. Also, I found out information about Lucas Jack's father, which he withheld from me. So I decided that he would have no contact with Lucas Jack. Also, I cut off all ties from my birth parents. I had enough support from friends and my new family. Well, the first few weeks as a new mum really did test my mental health. Lucas Jack was taken back into hospital within the first few days. I thought this was my fault. I couldn't even feed my baby, but soon got back on track. Then there was the days just wouldn't settle, crying for hours on end. I just wanted to scream. Then I would get a text or a phone call from Lucas Jack's father, which would upset me. It would be negative. But Val's youngest son would would save the day, he knew what to say, if Val wasn't around. The birth of Lucas Jack had a big impact on him. He suffers from ADHD and autism, which affects his behaviour. It can be unpredictable, but Lucas Jack has been a positive aspect in his life. Well, motherhood was going well. Then we went into lockdown. COVID-19 had hit. Not seeing friends and family was hard. No support. I had a three-month-old baby all alone. Help. Apart from phone calls, FaceTime, not the same as face-to-face. So with the support from social work, health visitors, it was decided we would move in with Val and her family, which was great. I had the help and support if I needed it. Val would do the nighttime feeds so I could catch up on my sleep. That's when the walking started. Nothing else to do apart from walk. Lucas Jack in his pram, skip on his lead, and off we would go. Long walks, short walks, it didn't matter. It got us out the house first from the same four walls, day in, day out. Walking made me feel free. I could be anywhere I wanted to be in my head, and it would be good for Lucas Jack's health as well, plenty fresh air. Just walking along, taking in the scenery, no stress, no rush. When when Val wasn't there, not walking not walking was great someone to talk to just getting anything that came to mind out there help i believe walking had a great positive impact on my mental health if i was stuck at home my mind would have more than likely gone into overdrive overthinking lucas jack has definitely had a positive effect on my mental health overall when you're having a bad day his smile makes you feel warm inside That first cuddle and that last cuddle at night, there is no other love like it. I would just like to finish up by saying walking and talking are sometimes the best medicines.
Jess, I know that you've written a little poem that kind of backs that up. Um, shall we just go ahead and you read your poem as well? Yes, why not? Why not? You're on a roll now, girl. You're on a so, roll. after writing my big spiel there, <laughs> I wrote a poem about motherhood. So, it's called Motherhood. That little bundle of joy, whether it's a little girl or a blue-eyed boy. This is a love that you will cherish. You must enjoy every moment of parenting. Cherish them, in fact, because it goes so fast. Children are a blessing. This should never be mistaken, even after the hundredth time of being wakened. The colds, the teething, the sneezing, the runny nose are never appealing. Once you're a mother, the fun doesn't need to stop. It's just beginning. Who needs a girl's night out? Girl's night in with a board game and laughs and a cheeky wee glass. If you're not enjoying the sleepless nights, mountains of laundry, vomit and poo, tantrums and whining, why aren't you? What is wrong with you? Every day is different. There's hard days. There's days you're full of glad. Even if you think you're going mad, things are never that bad. Always trust your own stink instincts. There will always be an expert or a complete stranger that absolutely knows your child better. Just remember, you're their mother. You know their favourite food and their favourite snuggle toy. Best tickle spots. What turns their tears to laughter? They seem to think they know better than you. Silly instincts. Of course, this is nonsense. No one tells you that you'll be living on cold toast and will look whiter than a ghost. You get a hot cuppa. You'll be lucky. But motherhood is one thing I will never change. It has helped my mental health for the better. Yeah, I'll just talk you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think he's a demon in there, isn't it? Well, that was really great, Chase. I really enjoyed listening to that. Um... I'm sorry, I can't stop <laughs> Why? Because you called my poem an epic. <laughs> 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 oh god we're, we're now going to have a poem <laughs> could be even an epic one <laughs> what about the story <laughs> a bit of a story by our lovely Valerie I don't know if I can <laughs> you're better read it Oh, can you do the accents and the voices? Because it's you know. Was it was it all the Scots? Is it? No, it's it's um. Okay, here goes. It doesn't have a title. Untitled. The epic. Untitled. The epic. Untitled. Go away. Go for it. It's late. You're still not home. The gym you said that was hours ago. I'll stay up. Wait a bit longer. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. Um, there's been a bit of an emergency with Val. It's called laughing too much. <laughs> so, um, so now we're going to have Shares read Val's poem. It's oh, late. The accents. We're okay. Out. It's late. You're still not home. The gym you said that was hours ago. I'll stay up. Wait a bit longer. I hear your keys in the door. You walk through. You look tired. Sorry, you say. My mate chatted for a bit. No worries. You're home now. As you avoid me, avoid looking at me. You run upstairs to the shower. The gym. Oh, yeah, of course. A shower. 
The next night, you have to work late. Well, I'll leave your tea out. No thanks, I'm going I'll grab a burger or something. As it starts to get dark, I wonder, work late. In the dark, the door goes, you're home. I try and talk. Sorry, you say, I'll go and get a shower. As, he, as you hide your phone, you think, I'm not looking. I am. But I don't worry, I think nothing of it. Must be work. You're very busy these days, babe. Work, the gym, helping mates decorate. Think we need a day to ourselves. You agree, but your face says different. Looks like I'm banned from you. Looks like I've banned you from the Xbox. The journey in the car is quiet. You should have so much to say. All those late nights helping friends, but no words came out. You drive. We arrive for dinner. Our favourite place. The waiter sits us down. He then asks, How have you been? Not seen you in here for a while. I reply. He looks confused. As you sit, one in the floor to open. The waiter asks how your friend is. Did she get her coat back? Suddenly, in a blink of an eye, it all makes sense. Late nights, Jim? All those constant showers? When was the last time? I'm scared. I don't want to ask, but I know. I know you have betrayed me. As we finish dinner, I can't... I can't. I want to leave. We are over. We are done. I want to scream. Instead, I make ideal chat about the moon. Later that night, I pack a bag as I leave you forever. I don't look. I don't need to know who she is. I will never will. But when I do, I will thank her. She made it easy for me to leave you. That was really good. Well done, Val. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for that. <laughs> right, back into professional mode now. Thank you, Chess, for that. I couldn't have read that out. Um, I just couldn't look at anybody or anything. Right, okay, so we're going to talk a bit about mental health, social media, and a bit on cyberbullying. And then I'm going to interview Richie, who's had experience of cyberbullying. Mm, so have. Yeah. So we're just saying that recent studies have shown a strong link between heavy social media use and an increased risk of depression, anxiety, loneliness, self-harm, and even suicidal thoughts. Um, Social media may promote negative experiences such as inadequacy about your life and or appearance. The studies show that social media is harmful to our mental health. Why? This happens because people are constantly concentrating and overthinking. Social media makes people compare and despair. It can cause a psychological addition, making making users very dependable on the social media and then I thought I'd just explain what cyberbullying is um, it's a form of bullying from electronic means really mm. <laughs> really you all say mm. um, but it has become increasingly common especially among teenagers but no one is exempt this can cause significant emotional and psychological distress people experience anxiety fear depression and low self-esteem Cyberbullying can cause debilitating fear, destruction of self-esteem, social isolation, poor academic or work performances. It can also lead to difficulty in their home life and relationships. And most importantly, victims can develop severe symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. 
anxiety and depression. There is often long-term effects after the bullying has ended. Being bullied can lead to a lifetime of low self-esteem. This may cause chronic fatigue, insomnia and poor performances at work. Unfortunately, due to the social isolation, victims of cyberbullying have higher rates of self-harm and suicide. Now, I was saying earlier, Richie has had a bad experience on social media, Twitter in particular. So he's going to tell you a bit about his story. Um, so like I said, Richie, you've had a bad experience on social media last year um, after you set up the first Walk and Talk Scotland as you had, to, you had negative and derogatory comments. Can you sum up yeah. a little bit more for us, please? I can. Um, well, it kind of started um, before I set up the first walk and talk. It's, it's a long story, but I tried to say um, these people, they, they support the same team as I do, <laughs> believe it or not, and there's only two or three of them. And um, what happened was um, they used to run uh, a fans forum on social media. Uh, I didn't uh, agree with the way they were treating people. They were quite, um, to use what, uh, one word, quite uncouth towards people, quite obtuse as well. And... And I really took exception to that, and I made it quite clear to them what I thought. And then last summer, one of them decided to call me all sorts of names <laughs> using Twitter. And, you know, you get in touch with Twitter itself, and you, and you report it. I mean, the things I was called, um, basically... Um, making comments about my mental health, quite offensive comments. But uh, Twitter decided they weren't going to take no action. So uh, a few months later, <laughs> they really cranked it out big time. And it was just after my birthday, actually. And they decided they were going to accuse me, basically, of um, following some young woman uh, 480 miles away. I mean, I, I get down south um, maybe once or twice a year before the pandemic. So, uh, obviously, you know, if you're going to be following someone, you're going to be, you have to be, you know, in that location quite often. And obviously, I, well, obviously uh, I wasn't. So what I found really um, hurtful was people believed it. Um, I kept asking for proof. None was forthcoming. People that I used to respect believed it as well. And there weren't really many people fighting my corner. One or two, but not many. And at first I was, I was laughing it off. But then people were asking me, that were friends of mine, and is it true? And I'm like, well, of course it's not true. And, um, and then it started to... But also, when this was happening, I had other issues as well anyway. Um, 
but I don't want to really talk about them. But this was just like, um, what's what I want to call Yell in the coffin? Catalyst? Yeah, it was a catalyst for for the decline of my mental health, big time. Um, And then, you know, it was uh, affected my home life as well to such an extent that um, I basically tried to take an overdose. Obviously, I didn't succeed. I was I would be talking to you now. Um, bit of black humour there. Um, but uh, sorry, I'm saying too many ums. Like a bit of Emma. Like a bit. I try. It's taken a, quite a while to come to terms with it. And when you hear that via some friends of yours, that they um, are using their social media page to say how much they are for for mental health. It's quite a, you think, quite a contradiction. You think, what a bunch of hypocrites when you, you consider... Now, these people haven't just done it to me. They've done it to one or two others as well. So that just... I mean, they even tried to, um, earlier this year, accuse another guy um, who's a long-distance lorry driver of stalking this woman. And and I believe she's got some issues herself anyway. So it it really was uh, quite an upsetting time. It upset me and my family. But... We're now through that, and from the beginning of this year, I said it ain't going to happen to us again, and I'm making sure it won't happen to me again. I remember coming to the police station with you, Richie, yes. and you said that you were, they couldn't do anything as you weren't personally named, um, they'd only used your first name. So there was nothing they could do because there could be four million riches in the country. They hadn't specifically targeted at you, but everybody knew it was targeted at you. Yes. How did that make you feel? At the time, um, quite a few emotions going around inside. Angry being one of them, obviously. Um, I was quite upset um, that, you know, you go to the police... And they basically can't do anything about it. But if, you know, it was good that I had some friends like you, Val, Paul, my family, my mate Gary down south. That was a big, big help. And, you know, everyone was saying to me, just ignore them. I mean, now, if it happened again, it wouldn't have the same effect whatsoever like it did last year. I mean, I know you closed down your account, but really, you know, why should you have had to do that? I mean, it was an important in raising the profile of the walking blether. It was used, you know, for the purpose that the Twitter account was used, you know, yeah. in the purpose to promote mental health, walking blether, uh-huh. and you've had to close down that account. Yes. How does does that not seem quite ironic? It's a tough one to to to, to answer. And um, it's basically, you know, having conversations at home, we decided that was the best way. 
and you know, I had to take quite a lengthy break from uh, social media. And it's only been the last wee while that I've kind of started to increase my presence on social media, basically to increase knowledge about these pods and uh, the walks we're doing. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing with bullying is when they don't get, when they don't get the response they want, then they move on to somebody else. And as you said, you know, when you, when you stopped it bothering you, um, they moved on to someone else. Yeah. Well, see, I was giving them the response they wanted. Yes, original. And initially, you initially, were responding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I kept on replying, and that is what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Even though other people were saying to me, just <laughs> ignore them. Yeah. Because it's like being back at school, a lot of it. You know? I know, because, you know, the people that really know you, your true friends and your family, you know, we all knew that none of this was true. Um, yeah. And probably we found it quite funny as well until it did have the detrimental effects on your mental health. And, uh-huh. you know, it you know it was quite scary, really, to see somebody as strong as you yeah. crumble, you know, over Twitter. Yeah, but as I said, there were other factors going on as well, not just what, over social media. Um, yeah. But, yeah, obviously that didn't help in the slightest. Yeah, I just believe that they, you know, they, they used your success... Um, and they were probably quite jealous. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think so because. You and know, they went out to make you look bad. We were in the national local media. Mm-hmm. STV News. Yeah, STV News. Mm-hmm. The papers. Yeah. On we even got mentioned on um, the Houses of Parliament. That's right. Yes. Mm. So, so yeah, I think there was a massive uh, yeah part jealousy played a big part in that. And you've come back fighting stronger and better. I have, yes. And no Twitter. And no Twitter, no. <laughs> okay. I've just got, I just want to, I'm just going to add a wee bit as well. Um, I know that I'm, we're not saying that social media is bad and more so in our current circumstances, you know, it really can be used for the good. Um, it was certainly a great asset during lockdown, you know, kept families and friends together. Um, so if it's used for the right reasons that they're set up for, the internet and social media really, you know, sites can play a really good part in our lives. Um, photos from family and friends who are in opposite ends of the country or even in another continent. I know, if, you know, I know that we keep in contact with family in Australia, and you know, it's ideal for the purpose it's it used is. for. It is yes. Um, but when it's used to make others feel inadequate or spread rumours and lies, as Richie has told us, it really can impact on mental health. So my advice is to be careful, not to be drawn into the media game, and most of all, not to respond. If a cyberbully is not getting a, a reaction, they really soon will get bored. What, what I do now, if I get any negative comments, I just ignore it and I block that person and that's the end of the story. And I think as well, I think you've got to remember, you know, social media works both ways as well. So just be careful what you're putting on your social media profiles, mm-hmm. on your, you know, Twitter accounts, Facebook accounts. If you don't want your dirty laundry, you know, washed in public, is that the saying? Yeah. Then don't post it. Uh, I must say, this was, <laughs> someone tried to insult my wife by calling her a haggis. So my mate goes and said, so I rich. Haggis is taste, isn't it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I thought, no, she's got it. She's gonna kill you. 
said yeah. Oh, Kathleen. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but but seriously, yeah. it was it was that was the right attitude. It is to turn something that's negative into a positive. Yes, definitely. You know, you can beat the bullies. Definitely can beat the bullies, and everyone can. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by not giving them the response that they want from you. Yeah. <laughs> right, Shaz, I was going to get you to read another poem. Give Richie a wee breather there, and then he can give us his song lyrics. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, will we go for it? Right, pass the mic. <laughs> By the way, I want 100 listeners, because when we get 100 listeners, I'm getting a microphone. <laughs> so when I say pass the mic, it will genuinely be a microphone. So come on, guys, listen up. Hello, listeners, it's Shez again. You know, like you've not heard enough from me today. Um, So this is another poem. It's just a wee short one, and it's called Support. Friends and family and crazy nanny and all, they pick you up when you fall. They help you so that you can stand tall. Friends and family and crazy nanny and all, a listening ear so you can share a tear to help you get out that nightmare. Friends and family and crazy nanny and all, sharing a cuppa and talking it through. Who knew this would help you when you're feeling blue? Friends and family and crazy nanny and all, sometimes it's just a hug or a gesture of comfort to make you feel all warm inside you, like you're in your favourite jumper. That's so cute. I love that poem. Cute. (laughs) That's cute. So, are you ready to do yours? No. No? I mean, biscuit. Okay, well, I'm going to have to add lib here. And, um, yeah, let's um, let's have another poem. <laughs> With a biscuit in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> maybe, I'll get, maybe I'll get this. Okay. Composure, composure, come on. Serious face. As this year comes to an end, I will always remember it as the year I found out who my true friends are, the family bonds that are unbreakable, that I can be strong again, that I was needed during a crisis. And although we were in lockdown, I was never locked in. I found new interests and passions, swapped swimming for walking, raised the profile of men's mental health issues. Instead of seeing the, the world through goggles, I saw a bigger picture, one of togetherness, kindness and compassion. I found out what true love meant only to have it taken away. But this is 2020, not the year of the rat, but the year of family and friends. Together we have conquered 2020. Right, Mr. Your turn. No eating biscuits? No, uh, actually, um, I don't want to do the lyrics just yet. I just want to talk about um, the current... um, What? Walk, yes. Walk? You haven't mentioned the walk. Yeah, the, the walk that happened on Friday. Now, also, I wanted to talk about the current uh, COVID, especially in Dundee. Yeah. Look at that. It's going to go into um, tier three. Tier three. I mean, you've been working at Nine Wells yourself, Val. Mm-hmm. So you've seen firsthand, because there are some people out there that think COVID, no such thing. But we've got someone here who's witnessed COVID, yeah, sadly, I mean, I mean, firsthand. Yeah, I mean, April, when I started Nine Wells in April, um, oh, it was really intense, really hard going. Uh, the amount of people on ventilators, people were really, really ill. Yeah. Um, 
and dying really you know they were dying um i mean once this if it, if it does go but i just see it's all happening again yeah we seem to have forgotten we seem to have forgotten what happened in march april may and people seem to be returning back to a normal life. That past say, aren't they? Yeah, but there will never be another normal life. It no. won't happen again. We need to create a new normal. Yeah. Um, and for me, I get really angry because it's three simple things. I mean, it's just wash your hands, wear your mask, and keep your distance. Do you know, we can have a podcast doing exactly those three things. Yes. It's not interfering with our lives and we're not putting anyone at risk. It's not rocket science, no, is it? it's not. But, I mean, in especially... And people are really blasé now, especially the younger generation. Yeah. We see that, you know, the spread, especially when the university students, things seem to, you know, smoothen out and then the universities went back and I'm not blaming, you know, the students themselves. I'm no. not saying they're the cause of COVID-19, but they're blasé in nature and socialising yes. and, and it's put an effect on other people as well because, you know, we have our friend Paul who runs Balgay Bar. Now, Paul has implemented every rule going. He has made his premises safe yeah, um, and ensured that he followed all the rules given by the government. He has since had to close again because of the outbreak, you know, because of the peak in the COVID-19. Yeah. I mean, I've been quite concerned, you know, because... He's had mental health issues himself. And as you say, you know, he's, he's played everything by the book. Yeah. And he's, and he's the one being punished by yeah. other people's actions. It oh. just seems like, you know, he played by the rules. He followed the government standards. He didn't, you know, have overcrowding. He blocked off seating areas so that the pub had less people in it than normal. He cancelled events. He cancelled things that were going on. And it's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and it must be for everyone with a small business like that. I know, I know they're talking about reopening the pubs, but not selling alcohol. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. How does a, how does a small business, you know, like the Balgay? Yeah, unless they're doing food, they mm-hmm. can't serve. They alcohol. can't open. No, I, I think... And it's also, you know, the thing again. I mean, I've obviously, you know, I travel to games and what have you with the Bowbrig. Um so we're missing out on our football opportunities as well. Mm-hmm. We can't even watch it in the pub on the telly just now. No. Nope. So, and these places are places of social necessity for others. So, and it's not just Paul's mental health, it's Paul's customers' mental health as well. Some of these old men have no family and they come, you know. Yeah. The Balgate is their family. Yeah. It's the only time they get out. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've noticed that a lot. And they support each other. You know, they all support each other yeah, in there. Yeah, it's the same people that mm-hmm. every time you go in, no matter what time yeah, day of the day, at the bar. it's yeah. always the same people sitting yeah. in the same seats at the bar. Yeah. yeah. I, I find it funny when I'm talking with um, one of the guys called Frank, and he said to me once, you notice the guys are talking more when it, when there's a cooking program on. Yeah. More than this guy's sports. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't expect that in the pub. Definitely not. But, yes, I mean, it's just it's their social... Yeah, and as, if they are at home isolated, their thing is maybe going to the pub, going to the bookies, and things like that. And they're not doing these things, no. then their mental healths are going to deteriorate as well. I mean, in that area of Fife and Taste side, it, it is going to really increase, isn't it, mental health? Definitely. You yeah. know, and it's going to get really serious. I mean, I know, 
I know that like they're adamant that they're not closing the schools as the schools, you know, the effect on children's mental health. Yeah. But by closing, you know, things like pubs, it has not an adverse effect on, you know, others' mental health. I did hear on the radio last week, I think it must be in Glasgow, that they're looking into maybe using the pub for people to, as an, like an office. Something yeah. like, I mean, that might work. Yeah, you sent me that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, was reading, I was reading that as well. So, yes, to have the pub as an office so that the COVID rules would be office rules. Yes. Yeah. Again, well, you wouldn't, but then how many customers would you get in? 12? You know I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Is that, you know, is that sustainable for somebody with their own business to employ staff to serve 12 people no. in the office? I mean, apparently you can still get that takeaway beer. Maybe Paul can come around and everyone's at home who wants a beer that night. And... I know, just eat. <laughs> but it could be just drink. Oh, just, just drink. There you go, yeah. Paul. There's an There's idea for you. There's a new yeah. business for you. Just drink. But, I mean, Paul's actually like a trained chef. He could maybe make a few pies as well and a bit of... Oh, yeah, for the Friday yeah, night football. That, that's what they're saying, though. If they serve mm-hmm. food, food, they can stay open. I know. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And that's fine for the big chains, your Witherspoons and your yeah. Green Kings and everything like that. They can afford, you know, to... They're selling their food. So, and they over paid cokes as well. I mean, you're almost just as much for a Coca-Cola as you are for a pint of beer in these places. And also they've got probably room outside. They have plenty of room outside. Well, Most of them have gardens, you know. Not many pubs in Dundee really have space outside, do they? No. 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 Right, I'm going to... Hey, Mama. Time to get those sneakers on and get with the jive. Hey, Mama. Time to get those sneakers on and feel the fire. In the rain, in the wind, in the sun, we I hold our way. It can be light or dark, but it's always fun. We may sway, but the beat goes on without marching feet. Bridge to bridge, trees, waterfalls, and streams. Ground to ground, no light to fuse. Got those walking, talking blues. Walking, talking blues. Red light turns blue. Hey, babe, got my mojo working. Ain't that the truth? Hey, mama, those windows are getting kind of steamy. Black dog is howling at the moon. Skeleton and wolves on the prowl. Lose the fall, getting doomed. It's a honky tonk, man, you lose. Walking, talking blues. Walking, talking blues. Oh, that was fabulous. That was so much fun. (laughs) Okay, so I think we haven't mentioned something for a little while. I think we should um, mention it again. What, the walk? That's the one, yeah. And when's this happening? Uh, Friday. And we're setting off from... Kirkcaldy. Going to? Dundee. And it's how many miles? 34. Perfect. And we set off at 10 o'clock? Yes. And we have a Just Given page? That's the one, yeah. And we also have, if anyone wants to give cash donations... We have sponsorship forms We have sponsorship forms. Yes. And all proceeds are going to? Dundee FC Community Trust and Samaritan Scotland. 
fabulous. And anybody that stays in Newport and Tayport, there is a sponsor form at the Rio Community Centre in Newport. Mm-hmm. If anyone's popping past, they can go in and give us a sponsor as well. Every pound counts. It does. It doesn't matter how much or how. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, we're going to do a walk on, on Friday. Friday. Woohoo! In, ha- in Halloween costume. And we've named the walk what? Guys in with the Samaritans. Yes. That was Kathleen's idea, by the way. Wasn't it, love? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to give out a couple of phone numbers before we finish up for the week, if I can stop laughing. Sorry, Kathleen, love. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, on a more serious note, we have the Samaritans, which you can contact on 116-123-3, 24-hour confidential helpline. And also, we have the Cyberbullying Confidential Helpline, and that's on 0808. 800 So that's 0808-800-2222. And also, Twitter are launching this November an anti-bullying week from the 16th to the 20th of November. What's Twitter? That's the account you're not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> you are banned from Twitter. I'm banned. Mm-hmm. And Ches and I can't do Twitter, so... No. Yes. Well, Just as well, Paul can, eh? What about Lucas? He can do Twitter. Yeah, Lucas can do Twitter. Yeah, yeah no, we don't do Twitter. Listen, it takes me all my time to work with my mobile phone, never mind Twitter. Anyway. Well, we've seen your phone, look at it. It's I know. full of cracks and god knows Oh, I know. My, my phone's freaking them out. Yeah. It just looks like it's got spider webs on it. Yeah. Doesn't it? Well, that's true. That's what happens when you lose your temper and throw it across the bedroom. Mm. It cracks. Yeah, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Message for the future. Don't throw my phone across the bedroom when I'm angry. I didn't I didn't fire when just throw him across the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> you can try. <laughs> anyway, what have you the bedroom for? <laughs> I was not about you, Richie. <laughs> You're not getting in my bedroom. I don't want to get in your bedroom. You're not getting in. Good. <laughs> Just the only man that's lived in her bedroom is black, and his name oh, is Skip. Skip, Skip. Yeah. Oh, lovely Skip. Yes. Right, so on that note, <laughs> because there'll be no further discussions in my bedroom, thank you very much. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Definitely. No, definitely not. No bedroom talk today. So, Shez, what's, what's <laughs> happening on Friday? On Friday. Oh, yeah, on Friday. You know, because I've got nothing else to do with my week. No. On Friday. We're doing a walk. We're not. We are. Guess really? what, guys? What? I've restocked it's up. Friday the... then. <laughs> I've restocked up the first aid kit. Hooray! Uh huh. Uh huh. Loads of bandages. Hooray! Loads of blister plasters. Hooray! Loads of normal plasters. Loads of food and drink. That's not in the first aid box. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just glucose tablets. Glucose tablets. Oh, we have glucose tablets in the first yeah, aid box. That's good. Good. Yeah. Good. You name it, we've got it, and I've stocked it up. Right. So we are ready to go on. Friday! Have you got the flasks? Yes. You got your mask? Yes. You must yes. have your mask, yes. Yes. Got your costumes? Yes. 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 Lucas got yours? Yes. Yes. Oh, whoa. Skip got his? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, Skip's going as a pumpkin. 
It's what's, what's going to be orange. 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 And I do orange. And his mum doesn't do orange. No. Apparently. But it's go- he's going through the night, so it was either a black spider or an orange pumpkin. Oh. And with him being black, I thought. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin. Okay. So that's um, that's for this week. Definitely. And so then- you'll probably see us on Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you see a bunch of loonies in costume. That will be us. Give us a wave. <laughs> and if you've got a fiver to hand. Give us a donation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we always end with helping people to help themselves, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And me. And Lucas. Bye. Bye. <laughs>